Greetings and welcome. Thank you to each and every listener for tuning into my podcast on What Brings You In. My name is Bradley Wank, and I am an aspiring mental health counselor here to promote mental health awareness, discuss mental health topics, and spread some positive energy. If you are a new listener, welcome to my show. I genuinely hope there is something for you to take away from this podcast and graciously impact your day-to-day. If you are a returning guest, thank you so much for joining me on this brand new episode titled, Why Men Don't Like Counseling. I am recording today at the CoLab Studios in Clearwater, Florida, and I would like to thank the entire staff for their continued hard work and dedication. As always, before we get started, the views, information, or opinions expressed in this podcast are solely the views of those individuals involved and by no means represent absolute facts. Opinions expressed by the host and guests can change at any time. At time, this podcast may cover sensitive topics and we ask you refrain from listening if you are likely to be offended or adversely impacted by any of these topics. Neither the company, the producer, the host, nor the guest shall at any time be liable for the content covered causing offense, distress, or any other reaction. I am not a licensed mental health counselor and this podcast should not be used to substitute for actual mental health support. I began the process of creating this podcast, quite frankly, back in January of 2022. Currently, we are recording on December 9th of the same year, which puts us at just about 12 months of researching, planning, collaborating, and recording. So much about this show has changed from that rough draft period, but one thing that has remained constant has been the content that I wanted each episode to cover. One of the most intriguing episodes I really wanted to record was about men and why they don't want to go to counseling. According to the National Library of Medicine, nearly 40% of men refuse to talk about their mental health, despite the fact 35% of men have indicated they believe at one point or another they have had a diagnosable mental health issue. In general, the stigma around men and mental health services is that it could be viewed as weakness, which causes hesitation. For some guys. So furthermore, men kind of have this difficulty in expressing their emotions, and sometimes it's assumed that they believe what a therapist would try to uncover is the same sort of weakness and the same sort of vulnerability. Men can also struggle with verbalizing their feelings, which I think anyone who has ever dated a man can probably contest to. But it should be noted that a counselor is not someone who's trying to trick a man or trick anybody to kind of announce to them like, oh, you're being less than a man or you're being less than a person because you're asking for help. And I think that if you are a man, and I think many professionals would agree with me, you have more courage and you kind of have more guts if you have what it takes to actually make that call to, to ask for help from a counselor. Ironically, more often when someone says they are manning up in order to do something, it's because they are trying to man up for the sake and the satisfaction of someone else. It has nothing to do with the wellness of the person who is actually needing the help. So I think I can think of this in many situations. You know, if you think that you're trying to man up in the sense that you're not going to do something, you're actually manning up for somebody else. You're not doing it for yourself when in the long run, you're the one that probably needs just a little bit of attention. And that's not a bad thing. Some psychologists turn to evolutionary psychology, which is a relatively new field to describe this behavior in men. So evolutionary psychology, to anyone who's not familiar, it's the study of behavior, thought, and feeling as viewed through the lens of evolutionary biology. 
Evolutionary psychologists presume all human beings reflect the influence of physical and psychological predispositions that helped human ancestors survive and reproduce. So, of course, this has transcended in the same way that actual biological evolution has transcended, but this is thinking more about the mind and the thought process of individuals over time. If we look back at human history to the point of more prehistoric times, when we were either hunters or gatherers, the men were traditionally the hunters, and they would work side by side to hunt their prey. If a man was directly facing a threat, it could risk their survival, which would also trigger a flight or fight response. And I think that we still see this today. If you think about this kind of being a stretch, I want you to consider two men who are friends who go out to a restaurant. They are more likely to sit side by side at the bar than to sit across from each other at a table. And even in counseling, there have been studies that have shown with men, we're more likely to have a better communicative conversation if the counselor sits in a chair beside the client rather than sitting across from them. So with all of this, I'm not saying that it justifies why men do not want to go into counseling or why they shouldn't go into counseling, but I am saying that there are psychological implications a man may need to overcome before they can be okay with even the thought of going to counseling. And much like any of the other manly things that you might be able to think of, and bear with me because I'm a homosexual trying to figure this out, but I would say any pro athlete or a high-powered CEO, any handyman, a construction worker, there are always obstacles we face and hurdles that we have to jump through. So why is it so hard to do it with something like counseling? You may have noticed today I am not featuring a guest. This is because for almost a year, I have been scoping out my network, I've been asking favors, and I've even promoted this on my social media, and not one man has stepped up to the plate. I will say that I have had several people who have reached out who have considered it, but after a brief meeting or a phone call, I was often ghosted by them, which kind of took me back to my high school days. But it's okay. All jokes aside, I was scrambling to try to find a guest, and that's when the wonderful help here at the CoLab studio said, you know what, Bradley? Why don't you just run this one solo? I mean, you've been looking for a man to kind of come on the show, and no one's offered to come in. So isn't this directly highlighting the stigma that you're talking about? So I had to roll with this, and I thought, you know what? This isn't ideal. It's not the way that I planned it, but this does make a point. There is actually something I wanted to bring into this too. I'm a men's health subscriber, the magazine, and I absolutely love this one article by Joseph, or excuse me, by Joshua David Stein from 2020, and it was titled 30 BS Excuses for Why Men Don't Go to Therapy. And here are a few of them that I thought were interesting. There's nothing wrong with me. Okay, fine. Maybe something's broken, but therapy can't fix me. They're going to sit there and judge me. I'm not paying for that. I can't do therapy. I'm the guy who's supposed to have my shit together. I don't want to take pills. I tried to find a therapist, but it's impossible. I have friends or a spouse for that. I wouldn't even know what to say to a therapist. I'm broke. The only thing worse than going to therapy is hanging out in the therapist's waiting room. I don't have time for therapy. Fuck it. Okay, I'll admit it. I'm scared. As much as I wish I could get to each one of these excuses and try to explain clearly and logically how your ego is directly feeding lies to yourself, 
I don't have the time to do this today, and frankly, I have no guests to sit here and discuss it with. This episode is rounding out the first season of my show, and so with this, I want to leave a challenge for any male listeners I have who thinks they have what it takes to come on here, share your story, and help decipher why this stigma is a problem. I would love to hear your perspective, and as with every guest who's been featured on the show, I know we and our audience will learn something from each other. And with that, my friends, I have come to the end of season one. I must say this has been such a humbling and rewarding experience from start to finish. The data is starting to come in, and we have listeners all over the country listening from multiple platforms. And recently, I found out I have listeners in Ireland of all places. So a really big shout out to my Irish people who have been tuning in. But the best part about this podcast has been the collaboration with all of my guests. We have had so many conversations, serious topics, heavy topics, but also humorous interactions, which all kind of bunch together and help explain the human condition in a new way. I am just at a point where I will be starting grad school, and I know this podcast will be something I can try to utilize throughout the process because our battle to fight the stigma and to represent the voices of mental health will never be something we can give up on. A huge thank you to everyone who has supported me throughout this process the creators at the CoLab Studios, each of my guests, my personal support from my friends, family, and peers, and of course, a big thank you to all of my listeners. If you can relate to any of the topics we have covered, or if you have a story you would like to share, I am always looking for new guests to feature. My contact information can be found on my website, www.onwhatbringsyouinepisodes.com. And if you have enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe, or download from your favorite podcasting platform. My name is Bradley Wank, and this has been an episode of On What Brings You In. If you or anyone you know is experiencing a mental health crisis, please call 911. You can also log in to www.988lifeline.org or call or text 988 from your cell phone. Thank you, thank you, and I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. 